Blog Talk Radio. You are tuned into the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar, and my guest today has been in the news quite a bit, especially over the last month. And I think if she can correct me as we kind of get further into the show, but no more than probably a month and a couple of days ago, she found herself uh, teaching at a school in Florida. And upon the administration finding photos of a side job of modeling, which she started just a few months prior, asked her to resign which in this case, my own personal opinion, I think is nuts, but with just a few weeks to go, unfortunately she had to resign and leave her students behind, which was another thing that I know upset her more. And like I said, it's become a hot topic, a hot-button issue everywhere, and I'm happy to have the one and only Victoria James here today. And, Victoria, welcome to the program. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. I, I um, I love doing radio, and I'm especially excited to be able to talk to you. I know, and there's so much to talk about here, <laughs> and I, I want to, yeah, it's like I want to start first because there's some things that you did yesterday that I want to talk about, but first let's kind of go back to that day. I think it was April 29th okay. when you were asked to resign by officials at Martin County High School. What happened that day, and did you think about fighting the request and staying? Oh, um, okay. Well, first, I guess a, a normal day. Uh, I have teachers get in at seven fifteen, but the students don't. The class, the bell for class doesn't ring until eight forty-five. So the students get there at eight forty-five, and uh, you know, ten minutes had gone by. Started our our lesson for the morning, and uh, one of the deans came in, and looked at me like kind of you know funny, like he was looking at a ghost or something, and said, "You're supposed to be in in, your, in the principal's office." And I was like, "I am for what?" And he goes. Oh, they didn't tell you. And I said, oh, I thought in my head, oh, this is it. Okay. Because I knew when I started t- doing modeling pictures and the more I put in social media that it was a possibility that it would, you know, uh, interfere with my job. But because I had resigned already for the end of the year, it was a risk I was willing to take. So uh, I got my purse and I said to the kids, I said, okay, guys, I'll see you later. And then I was like, wait, maybe not. Uh, okay, just see you later. You know, I didn't know what to say, and I didn't really, wasn't 100% sure, but I grabbed my purse just in case, and uh, I went to the office, and and him and the vice principal were sitting there, and it was basically a three-question kind of thing. It was like, do you have modeling pictures on the Internet? I said, yes, and he pulled one up in the email, uh, and he said, like this one, and I said, yes. He goes, so that's you, and I said, yep, and he said, okay, well, I'm going to need a new letter of resignation uh, effective immediately for today, uh, you're going to be reassigned to home, which means there's a problem, and you, you know, they're trying to resolve it, so they send you home for the day. Um, and uh, you can be escorted to your classroom to get your things if you want. And I said, No, I got my things. I had a feeling. And uh, so he said, You know, I need your key and your badge, and, and I was escorted to the car. Wow. And, and yeah. It's 
Yeah, I was going to say, it's, but did you at that point think about saying, you know, hey, this isn't right or this isn't fair and, you know, I've only got a few weeks to go, why don't you let me finish it out? Or was it just one of those things where I guess the shock of it all or I guess the absorption of it all just kind of at that point was you just accepted it and just moved on without a fight? Well, I mean, it was a couple things. I was really over being in the classroom. I mean, once I started modeling and, and the opportunity sort of snowballed in, into something I didn't even expect, I mean, even prior to being fired. I mean, I was just overwhelmed. I was doing things on the weekend and, and shoots after school, and, you know, it was hard to keep up with everything. And so uh, to some extent it was sort of like a relief, like, oh, thank God I can, you know, spread things out and I can, you know, um, whatever, you know, I felt bad for my students, but I, I knew there was only three weeks left. And um, so it was a relief. So at the time I didn't think about fighting it. And, you know, everybody asked me, of course, like, oh, did you get an attorney? Did you get all this? No, I didn't because I don't think that that's necessary. I mean, when you do things, uh, when you take modeling pictures, I mean, it's not the first time in history that teachers have been fired for, you know, having bikini pictures or whatever um, yeah. available. So, if I, th- I mean, that's not what I was saying. But I don't think necessarily it's correct that they fired me, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to fight it. I still don't, so. Yeah, and that kind of led to my next question. I was like, surely you don't dress how you model at work. So did you feel that it was fair for them to ask you to resign for something that you do outside of work? I mean, I know, you know, we all go back to the thing of you represent the school, but this was certainly, you know, you weren't at that time modeling full-time. It was just, you know, some things that you had just began doing. Uh, do I think it was fair? No, I don't think it was fair. Um, I I mean, a lot of things come into play that I've thought about since then and after doing a lot of interviews. And if it had been the beginning of the year and, you know, maybe it was my first year and they didn't know who I was as a teacher or, you know, how, uh, how I was as an educator and it, it made them uneasy, I can see that. But I had been there. It was only my second year, but I was definitely, you know, one of the the, the favorites, which they always picked on me for. Uh, and uh, I was a great teacher. My students loved me. I mean, the administration was uh, very happy with the job I was doing. My students had phenomenal test scores. Um, not that I condone the FCAT, but, you know, in, in some in form of measurement in which they measure your effectiveness, I was, um, you know, highly effective, and, and, and I did my job well. So if for the three weeks left, I really think that, they should have just taken that into consideration and said, okay, you know, we're not going to cause the students any turmoil. We're not going to draw attention to ourselves. We'll just let her finish the year. Um, and, 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 and you know, perhaps they could have, you know, given me a week or uh, to see how it would go with the student body and maybe if there were, you know, uh, too many disruptions or whatever at that point, then perhaps, you know, perhaps thought about letting me go. But, um, you know, that wasn't part of the discussion. Did you think that when you started doing this, uh, did you have a feeling in the back of your head that eventually someone was going to see those pics and confront you about it? Yeah, I mean, it was a possibility. And in the beginning, and I just started in February, so um, mm-hmm. I was very, you know, cautious about it and uh, very, you know, uh, the only places I ever had pictures were uh, through Model Mayhem and which is the uh, it's a members-only site, and you can see uh, certain pictures as a non-member, but um, for the most part, you wouldn't have any reason to go to that website unless you were, you know, looking for a model or a photographer or somebody in the industry. Uh, and I used a fictitious name, so uh, 
nobody found nobody found out. I didn't tell a lot of people where I lived except for, you know, my boyfriend and, and my family and things like that. Um, so, uh, but then, okay, so things started to go well for me. I started to get a good response from the community, like the industry in, in general, at least here in South Florida. And, um, you know, I was advised, you know, you need to build a fan base, you need to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, you know, I made a Facebook and a Twitter and an Instagram, which for Instagram, I, I, I don't even really know how to use completely still. <laughs> uh, Twitter, I figured out. Facebook, I had figured out. But that was all, you know, new for me. I wasn't, I never really used social media all that much. So I did that. And I knew, the, you know, it's like uh, you look at a networking web. The more you put out there, the more, you know, area you're going to cover, which is the idea. But in that case, yeah. you have, I mean, I had to know. I'm not naive, you know. I'm not ignorant. I knew that it was a possibility, and I knew I didn't want to return. So I said, if I find out, if they find out and I have to leave, I have to leave. And if they don't, then I'll finish the year for my students' sake and, you know, say, okay, thank you and be on my way. Yeah. And did you receive any support from any parents or students or even your fellow teachers? Yeah, I think actually the most ironic part and the most interesting, actually kind of heartwarming part for me was that, uh, you know, I, I figured maybe it would make the news. Somebody would be like looking in public record and, you know, get excited in the, the, my tri-county area and make a story about it. I thought it would be very a very negative story, actually, um, but... The first person who called to interview me, his name is Brian Enton, and um, I was very nervous, and I made, you know, sure that the questions I answered were very vague because I didn't know, like, what kind of spin he was going to put on all of this, if he was going to, you know, bash me or anything like that. Um, he said, no, no, that's not the case. So I said, okay, fine, I'll do it. But then I asked, well, how did you find out anyway? Why did you call? And he said, I got, uh, there were anonymous letters sent to Scripps newspaper, you know, um, services uh, companies uh, from parents and students who were upset that I lost my job. So they were the ones who, who sort of reached out and, and sort of wanted to uh, expose the injustice, as it were, uh, and, and made the, my first interview possible. Wow. And speaking of your students, I know you've, you've mentioned them quite well and the fact that you weren't able to really – you know, see them all the way to the end, but you did do something last night in which you got a chance to, and you got a chance to go and see your senior class graduate last night. So how was that? I did. Um, it was amazing. It was just, I was so thrilled. Um, my Last year I taught freshmen and juniors, so the juniors this year were graduating, and, you know, a couple of them were my teacher's aides, but you know, I was always there for a mentor for them, whether, you know, the family problems or school problems or, you know, they did forgot their lunch money, so I'd give them five bucks, you know. Um, they'd always come see me. We miss you. We miss you. And I, I sent them all notes, like, uh, in the beginning of the year. I said, here's my new classroom. You know, just because I'm not your teacher anymore doesn't mean I can't help you. If you want to help with scholarships or applying to college or just advice or you need a safe place to go, you can come to my classroom. Um and so, you know, I, I maintained a relationship with a lot of them, and they, they were all like, you have to go to graduation. You have to be there. You have to be there. And I said, well, of course I'm going to be there. You know, and as things got closer and closer to April 29th, you know, they were like, wow, you know, we're done. Like, we just want it to be the end of the year. And I was like, you know, me too. You know, I'm not coming back next year. Because I had told my students I wasn't going to be coming back. I was going to finish grad school and pursue some other things. And um, 
and my and my seniors would say, you know, she's only here because you know she's waiting for us to graduate. She wants to go to graduation, which was completely true. I mean, that was it. They wanted me there. That was I. I mean, I was going to be to do that for them because a lot of them felt like the only. I mean, I got told a lot. The only reason I come to school is because I know I can come see you, and you know, you see your smiling face, and you know, uh, it makes it worth it to come during the day. And uh, a lot of kids didn't feel I think one thing I did really well as a teacher was to make students feel uh good about themselves and important even if they're not going to end up going to college or doing anything you know yeah. society deems like wonderful or prestigious but I you know told them that not not everybody does that and and you can be a good person and, and have a great life anyways and I can help you do that and and so that's why they would always come back and see me and so I you know, a lot of them stayed in high school because I helped them, and they wanted me to be there to see them graduate. How did you uh, – <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking, and I'm probably sure everybody else is thinking, how did you manage to pull that off getting in there? Did anybody see you? Did anybody, well, you know, say anything? Or I was nervous at first because, you know, I don't know, because I was escorted off campus, okay? I don't mm-hmm. know what that was about. They think I was going to lash out and, like, throw a frenzy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh so I, I don't really understand. It was like I was like a criminal or something. So anyway, so I was nervous about going back on campus, but it's a public event. If you have a ticket, you know, I don't really see any reason why I shouldn't be there. Um, I was a little bit late because I had to get a babysitter, but um, by that point nobody was taking tickets anymore anyway. So I went through all this trouble of getting a ticket, and I just walked right in. Uh, and so it's a small gym and, you know, a couple hundred students graduating, six tickets a student. I mean, the place is just standing room only, and I don't know. I just I was standing uh, on the second floor, which is where I took the picture that's on my Facebook page and, and Twitter. And um, then I I realized that they were all going into this side corner of the gym to go, go get on stage. So I said, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to go say hi to them before they go on stage. So I sat there and they would come through the door and it was like they saw a ghost and they had a big smile and you know just I'm so glad you're here. You made it. And, you know, it was just great, and, and it was really, it was very, it was it was amazing for me. So I think it was more amazing for me than it was for them, and I'm really glad and, that, that it worked out the way it did. And, and no one said anything throughout the evening, which is shocking. No, I saw an administrator, and uh, one of them, and uh, he saw me outside when I was talking to one of my old students before I walked in, and uh, he just smiled at me, and I said, I have a ticket, and he just, you know, Nothing and just walk off, you know. So I don't know if I had seen my boss and, and the assistant principal. I don't. I don't know if it would have been the same case. I don't. I don't think they would have thrown me out. But you know, I guess you never know. I won't ask where you got the ticket, but yeah. <laughs> um, but the, one of my teachers' aides had an extra ticket, and she worked go. at the Walgreens down here. And so I saw her, and she said, "Are you coming?" And I said, "You know, I don't know. I'm a little nervous, blah blah, blah but I'm going to make it." I said, "If I have to wear a wig." and go in there with some sunglasses, a hat, and a wig on, I'm going to go. And she said, well, I got an extra ticket. You know, I can drop it off for you. And, and so she gave me the ticket, and I, I made it. Well, that's nice of her. Nice of it. Yeah. But let, and let's talk a little bit about your modeling career now, now that you're fully fledged into it a few months uh, or about a month past being there. How long? Mm-hmm. Well, how long have you – been modeling. I know you said you started really around February. What led you to choosing the modeling career, so to speak? Was there like a... Yeah, actually, um, 
in February, uh, I was wanting to get my boyfriend something for Valentine's Day, and he said, don't you dare get me anything for Valentine's Day because, you know, that's, that's silly. And, you know, the guy's supposed to take care of the girl. So I said, okay, you know, and I know how he is. He would have been unhappy if I did. But I still wanted to do something. And I hadn't had my picture made in a while, and my mom always had our pictures made professionally growing up a couple times a year. So I said, you know what, this is a good idea. I'm going to go get, you know, like a boudoir-style photo shoot, which, you know, is like lingerie. And Mm -hmm. uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, The photographer I worked with, I still work with, uh, and he um, just, you know, he's, you know, you have a great look, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he didn't say you should get into modeling, but I got my pictures back, and I saw um, the Model Mayhem site, and I said, well, you know what, it's, it's not going to hurt anything. I was like, maybe somebody will pay me to, you know, take be a, a shoe model or like a hair model because I have really long hair. And I said, you know, I could just make a couple hundred, you know, a couple extra hundred bucks a month just to help with bills because, you know, as a teacher, you make nothing. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I was, you know, struggling to to pay all my bills, which I don't even have that many. So um, I said, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to make the profile, see what happens, you know, worst comes to worst, what. So I made a profile. I wasted, you know, 20 minutes of my life, big deal. Um, and the response was just more than I expected for sure. And um, I really enjoyed it once I started doing it, which I knew that I would. Uh, and um, it, it's fun. It's, it's fun. You meet cool people. And uh, I was making some extra money and, uh, and then it became a lot of extra money, and then it became more than I make at my teaching job. So um, I just said, okay, well, I'm going to finish grad school, and I'm going to do this on the side and uh, not worry about teaching high school because it stresses me out and a million thousand other reasons I didn't want to be there. So uh, <laughs> so I just, you know, I went with it, and, and most of the, the jobs or the, the shoots I was asked to do were glamour style, and so um, that was sort of the category I seemed to fit into because uh, I'm not six foot tall and a runway style model, um, and I have large breasts and a voluptuous hiney, as I've been told. So that was sort of where, you know, my body type and everything fit in. So that's what I did, and that's what I, I still do. And I, I hope to break into some more um, commercial stuff, uh, not necessarily just commercials, but commercial style uh, work, maybe like hosting or, or being a spokesmodel. Um, which I'm, you know, working on I'm finding an agent, uh, the right agent, I should say, and, and getting into those sorts of things. Well, I have, you know, I have a sense or a knack for these things, and I have a feeling you're going to. And I, I, I think this is going to be one of those things where it's just going to come at you all so quickly. I can see big things ahead. I can. I'm Thank you. That I now. appreciate. It. I mean, uh, even before I got fired, you know, I, I would have people in the industry say, you know. Not for nothing, but you know, you could really do something with this, and and you know, you've gone really far, really fast. It takes a lot of models, you know, a while mm-hmm. to shoot with these certain photographers and do these sorts of things. And um, so, I, you know, I took it with a grain of salt because you know, you never know. And and I'm not especially self-centered uh, and absorbed. Uh, you know, I don't have the best body in the whole world, but uh, you know. Um, I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I kept it in the back of my mind, and, and obviously the getting fired sort of like launched that for me, you know, a hundredfold, and, you know, things are different, um, better in some ways and more stressful in other ways. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a crazy ride. And actually we're going to talk a little bit about that. You've been featured in a lot of interviews and a lot of 
uh, pictorials as of late. Has the experience been overwhelming, and has the attention been more than you thought it would be? Oh, my gosh. Like I said, um, I'm going to answer the second question first because it, it still blows my mind. I mean, like I said, I thought maybe like Tri-County Story, people would bash me and, you know, we'd be over with, you know, be done with it. Um, well, you know, I had my first interview. The, that first guy's uh, editor or producer said, oh, well, this isn't a big enough story to go on, on the 6 o'clock news, so we'll just write, do a little write-up, like on the online newspaper. And I bet, you know, I wasn't offended or anything. I was like, okay, whatever, you know. Um, I didn't really expect any, anything else to happen, but then, you know, the newspapers around the state were calling, and then Inside Edition was calling and wanting to, you know, film me and, and uh, you know, different People, I mean, I got a lot of bites that that didn't follow through, like Today's Show, Good Morning America, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, you know, I did get a lot of exposure. Um, I I still am, um, which is great. Uh, I'm trying to use it for some purpose besides, you know, just helping myself out. Um, so I I was coming out with a pictorial, or I am coming out with a um, electronic. Uh, magazine uh, pictorial, 32 pages, just me doing, you know, different, um, like four or five different sets of photos that's available for uh, pre-sale right now at um, my website. And uh, when the uh, devastation occurred in Oklahoma not long ago, I said, well, you know, if I had money, I would donate it. And I said, well, I don't really have a ton of money right now, especially because I'm moving this week and, and you know, that's, <laughs> that can be costly. But, um I said, well, you know, I could donate sales from the magazine. And, um, you know, it's only nine ninety five. but I was like, okay, well, um, after, you know, paying someone to produce it and, and taking the time and stuff to take the pictures, I was like, well, like 10% or a dollar, I think, you know, I can definitely handle that. So um, I called my friend at the Huffington Post and named Simon McCormick, and I said, Simon, because he gave me my first national news story. I said, Simon, will you, you know, put this out for me so that I can, you know, sell a lot so I can have some money to donate? I was going to, or I am planning on donating um, the portions raised uh, to the Red Cross for the um, Oklahoma victims. And and a lot of people from the area reached out to me and said, like, thank you so much. You know, um, that's so great of you, blah, blah, blah. But, um I, I don't know. I'm glad. I mean, that makes it worth it to me that, that people appreciate it and and that I can, as a person with, you know, sort of the public eye on her a, a bit, you know, do something that helps somebody else besides myself. Well, kudos to you for doing that. And, you know, we talk about social media. Uh, the feedback that you received, uh, how do you manage? I know, you know, to have so many people coming at you, you know, giving their own two cents or opinions on what's going on. How do you manage it, and how do you work through all of it? Oh, Lord, it is a lot. It's a lot to deal with. <laughs> even before the exposure, even before the press and the firing, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is overwhelming. I can't handle this because, you know, people will contact you for jobs through social media. Uh, you mm-hmm. want to reach out to your fans. Uh, you want to, you know, keep your, your content and your work updated to, you know, keep people – attention and stuff like that, but, you know, especially since everything happened, which is what I'm sure you're interested in hearing, um, it's it's a lot. I mean, I can spend four to six hours on that computer a day and still have work to do, 
um, mm-hmm. whether it's answering fans, sending, you know, writing down the information to send out the posters that I sold, or, you know, um, calling my web guy to make sure that, you know, this button, why is this button not working? And, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very overwhelming and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun and it's overwhelming and it's, a, you know, there's the good and the bad to, to it, but it's, it's, if the one word is it's chaos and overwhelming and, and just take it one one email, one tweet, one Facebook post at a time and, and do the best that I can. And so if I don't get back to you right away, I'm not ignoring you. I just especially this week I was moving, so you know, it's been crazy. But um you know, I'm just doing the best I can for right now until I find someone to I can trust who can help me to manage it. Definitely, and we got about less than five minutes, so I want to get a couple more questions out there. Can you tell us about uh, any upcoming projects that we can see you in? I happen to see you actually online uh, today at MiamiParties.com, where you are their Girl of the Month for May. You got so much stuff coming yeah. out. <laughs> what yeah. Can you give us a little um, preview let's of? see. On Monday, uh, on Monday, there's a, a magazine FXM called Femme Exposures. They um, their cover girl for. So, oh no, that's uh, the online edition comes out Monday for June, and um, I have my sexy teacher pick uh, set in there because I said, you know what? With all of this, we have to do a sexy teacher set. We got to do it. It's cliche, it's corny, but we're doing it. So that comes out on Monday online, and then uh, in July, I'm their print cover girl. Um, let's see, uh, Southern Vixens is an online magazine that I'm in this month. Um, it's, I don't know. There's a lot. I, I I put it on Facebook, but I can't remember it all. You know, one tweet at a time. I'm telling you, one thing at a time. <laughs> quick, quick question that came to my brain, and we didn't have a chance to talk about it. But if Playboy came calling, would you answer? Would you listen? Uh, I would love to do Playboy. Um, I was I did a Skype interview with Playboy Television. Um, I'm in contact with one of their people, but. Uh, so far, they're not offering me what I want, so I might go with one of their competitors uh, if, uh-huh. if Playboy doesn't step up their offer. You know that Playboy? Come on, what's your problem, Playboy? Come on, Hugh, get the money. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, there's some guy named Chris who doesn't like my, my like my style. I guess I don't know. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Get somebody else in. Uh, yeah. If you if you were ever offered this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? If you were ever offered another teaching position, would you go back to doing it? I teach college, but never, never anything lower than college again, unless I was a desperate need, desperate. I mean, I would work, I, I would dig ditches before I went and taught public school again. Ah. <laughs> I did have a question. I'm about, serious, uh, and it's not just the students because I love my students. I mean, there's a million one reasons I could tell you I'd never do it again, but I can. Just, that's enough to to say no, I would not. And I did have a question about for the guys out there asking if there was anyone special in your life right now, but I think you've answered that for me. So. <laughs> yes, there is. We, we will cross that. Amazing. We will cross that off our list, and with that. We've only got a couple of minutes to go, but I want to make sure that everybody knows where they can catch you on Twitter at Victoria V. James. And she did mention Instagram. And Victoria, I can tell you myself, I just joined the Android world a few weeks ago, so I'm I'm oh. working out Instagram too. <laughs> yeah, it's, my name on there is Victoria Valentine James. Just yeah. one word. 
And then okay, there's also my website, which is Miss Victoria James, M-I-S-S, VictoriaJames.com, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I do follow her on Instagram, and if you were there, follow her everywhere. And if you want to find out more about how you can help Victoria help the folks out there in Oklahoma, definitely follow her on Twitter. She's got a lot more details about that as well as on her yes, page. Yes, please, please. James. We, need, so. we need to help. So. Definitely. But no, and with that, our clock is telling us our time is just about up. I really enjoyed this interview. and It flew by. Work. It was very enjoyable. Thank you. I, I told you that 30 minutes would fly by. And, <laughs> and, of course, best of luck to anything and everything that you do. And, hey, as I always tell all of our guests, uh, Mikasa, Sukasa, I hope I got that correct, but, you know, if you ever want to come did. back. <laughs> that's not bad. Joe Abel un poquito. <laughs> now, see, I only took one year of Spanish. I took two years of French, so I uh, okay. <laughs> not just to get by. Merci. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, and okay. yeah, if you ever want, if so you ever look, want to yeah, come, I'll look you up when I'm in Chicago. Definitely, we'll get some Geno's East, and we'll uh, get some Garrett's popcorn. <laughs> awesome, sounds great. Yeah. And yeah, whenever you want to come back, if there's something going on, definitely let us know. We'd love to have you back. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate it. And thank you. And uh, as we said, follow Victoria over at Victoria V James on Twitter on the web at MissVictoriaJames.com and on Instagram. If you happen to be in the Instagram world, you won't be disappointed. That's Victoria Valentine James. Special thanks to Victoria, and definitely go follow her, support her, and help her out with that great cause for Oklahoma and uh, victims there. And until next we meet, for Victoria, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for listening to the 411 Lounge, everyone. Have a great one.